Hey gorgeous, before today's episode starts, I've just got a quick message from me, Denise Duffield-Thomas, if you didn't know. Now, did you know that only a tiny fraction of self-employed creatives make over 100000 a year? And you know, it is my mission to help a lot of people make money and change the world. And if you're a creative, it's not your art that's holding you back. It's your money mindset and strategy. So I am so excited to share that I am coming to the United States to sunny Orlando for one of my first speaking gigs in a long time. And it's going to be in January 2024 in Florida. It is going to be an unforgettable three-day conference all about creativity and making money. And I'm going to be talking about all things money mindset so I can fire you up for the most successful year ever. Now, I'm going to be joined by fellow keynote speaker, Donald Miller, who you probably recognize as the world famous mastermind behind the Building a Story brand. I am so excited to meet him and you'll be excited to hear from him as well. And there'll be so many other amazing speakers there too. So what am I talking about? What is this conference? I'm talking about BopCon. BopCon. I'm so excited. It stands for the business of photography. So if you are in the photography business, you're a portrait or a wedding photographer, a family photographer, or any kind of photographer, this conference is a must to attend. Now, I've heard that I'm a little bit famous in some of the photography circles. I keep on meeting photographers at events and in my money boot camp. So I know that there are a lot of photographers listening. Who is your host? Your host, Megan DiPiero, who is a money boot camper, by the way, has hand-selected speakers from inside and outside the photography industry to help small business owners and artists like you focus on success. And you want to hear something really special? I have a unique opportunity for 35 lucky VIPs. Register for BopCon today and you'll get the lowest ticket price available plus the chance to meet me in person at an intimate VIP luncheon. Remember though, there's only 35 VIP spots for that. So sign up right now so you don't miss out. All the details about this amazing conference in January 24 in Florida can be found at BopCon Live. So B O P con l-i-v-e so bopconlive.com slash denise d-t this event is going to blow your mind it's going to make a real difference in your creative business so check it out and join me in orlando in january 24 i'm so excited okay all right enough Uh, let's get on with today's episode of chill and prosper Start your business for the freedom of time Now you're tired of the hustle and grind There's gotta be a better way It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper Welcome to Chill and Prosper You're ready to chill and prosper With Denise Duffield Thomas Hey there, friend, and welcome to another episode of Chill and Prosper. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to, you know, do all the things. A very quick review would be so appreciated, but also tell your friends and share the episodes. If something resonates with you and you think immediately of one of your friends, please send them the episode. I would be super, super grateful. Okay, so I wanted to do an episode um, about 
uh, selling our house. Now, you might have heard me talk about this already on social media, or you might have seen our sales video for our beach house, but we are selling our house. And I want to uh, go through the reasoning behind it, some of the things that have come up for me around it, and also give you some uh, house selling tips and house manifesting tips as well. So I want to get straight into it. Now, I have had people already just going, but Denise, your beach house was your dream. Why are you selling your dream? And it's really funny. It's really funny when you are a little bit in the public eye and you talk about your dreams publicly that you feel like you have to manage other people's expectations when your dreams change. And so that was one of my things that was going through my head is how am I going to talk about this to my audience? How am I going to talk about this to my money boot campers and the Lucky Bee community, which is kind of a bit weird, right? And I realized that one of the reasons why I was worried to tell everybody is totally my stuff. It's 100% my stuff. One is um, we moved around a lot as a kid. And so there was always a lot of changes. And that made me feel quite discombobulated sometimes. And so I feel that when I make a big change, that I might be triggering that in other people of going, well, Denise said she was going to do this. Or if you're someone who, when your mentors shift and change, it makes you feel a little bit uncertain or you like people to be consistent. So that's totally my stuff and I'll own that. But I feel like sometimes when some sometimes mentors or public figures change things, people don't like it. People have feelings about it. And um, and so that was definitely something that was coming up for me of, of uh, thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be one of those flaky people that change their mind all the time and that's going to make people feel a certain way. Or um, people are invested in my dream of having a beach house and they're going to feel weird about that. Um, and also some stuff for me around the ego of it. You know, I've I've talked about it publicly for many years that I wanted to manifest this big, amazing house. It is a big, amazing house. And then are people going to think there's something wrong? And that's immediately what happened. I'll tell you about that in a sec. Um, because I live in a town where ev- everyone seems to know each other's business. And whenever people sell their houses, there's always rumors of like, oh, my God, are they getting a divorce? Are they going bankrupt? Is there something wrong? And so I wanted to talk about that as well. But Let's go um, back a little bit. If you haven't heard me talk about how I manifested this house, it is a really cool story. Um, Mark and I moved to Newcastle about 12 years ago and immediately we just loved this beach lifestyle and we went to the beach every day because we didn't have kids and we would just walk up and down the beach and I would say to him, this is where we're meant to live. This is this is our house. This is our neighbourhood. And we would look out and I'd say, one of these houses is our house, babe. One of them is our house. And I didn't know that literally where I was pointing to was ended up being our house. The password, sorry, my passwords for all my computers was the name of the street for like eight years. I just threw everything at it. Um, you know, all of the things I teach in my manifesting course, which by the way, if you haven't gone through my free manifesting course yet, you have to do it. It's at denisedt.com slash manifesting. And I talk about these steps that I go through of creating these little anchors and um, creating these little moments. And I had this beachy kind of candle that I, I burnt every time I sat down and worked at my desk. And I was always just like, beach house, beach house, beach house, beach house. All my 
dream boards, everything. And what actually happened is we bought a house um, a little bit further out and we were going to renovate it. And in the meantime, we had to stay in this Airbnb for a couple of weeks and it was right near where the house is. And I remember feeling sick because I thought, oh my God, we've just bought this other house, but we've made a mistake. And every day we walked along it and I thought, when am I going to tell Mark? And finally on like the seventh day of living this Airbnb, I said to him, dude, we've made a mistake. This is where we're meant to live. And we had to call the architects, call everybody, call our mortgage broker and say, we're putting this house back on the market. And we owned it for six weeks. And so I felt like it was this big sacrifice of going, no, this is where we're meant to live. I had to go through so many internal uh, money blocks around it of, no, it's um, this is the house you buy when you're really you know, much older and successful and you've earned it. Or people are going to think I'm such a you know, rich wanker or whatever it was, right? So it was years and years of going through my own internal blocks around what I was able to deserve and love and all that kind of stuff. And so we, we moved into the house three years ago. And even moving into the house, I had to overcome some blocks. I didn't use my underfloor heating for ages because I was like, what if I get used to this and I lose my resilience? I didn't use my office for like six months. Because I was like, I don't deserve this office. So all of that. Um, And in the last year, and I mean, I've loved living in that house. I've loved looking out at the ocean every day, seeing dolphins and whales. But in the last year, I kept on sort of going, what would I change about this house if I could? If I could rebuild this house, what would I change? And I realized that when we were designing and building it, I was either pregnant or breastfeeding or pregnant again. You know, it it was a long process. And I had undiagnosed ADHD. And there were a lot of decisions that I didn't have the bandwidth to have back then. And Mark had to make all the decisions about the house, about what fittings and where windows went and all of those things. And so now I'm like, you know, now I've got bandwidth. Now I'm sitting there going, what idiot picked that thing? And then I'm like, well, Mark probably had a conversation about it with me and and I didn't say anything. But anyway, so I've, I've, I've realized that even though we built this big, um, amazing house. It's so beautiful. And Mark did a great job. It's not my dream house necessarily. I would like a different layout. I would like all one level. And part of me again was saying, well, you don't get to have what you want, Denise. You already got it. You can't change your mind. You can't ask for something else. You used up all of your manifesting mojo for this house. You made your bed. Now lie in it. Ah, lie in a you know multi-million dollar house. <laughs> and um, whenever I find myself saying things like that, of of going, well, you can do it in the future. And I was thinking, well, maybe when our kids move out of home and we don't don't need as many bedrooms, maybe then we could build another house or go somewhere else or do a different layout. And it usually takes me a couple of weeks to catch myself doing things like that, of going. No, you're not allowed to have what you want. Just wait. And then I thought, well, maybe I am allowed to have it. And so all last year, that was germinating a little bit in my mind of going, what would I build if I could build anything? Um, and I'd sort of said the similar a similar thing to Mark. And, and Mark was kind of coming around to the idea because obviously he built it. It's his baby. But um, there was, again, that sense of, well, we did so much to get this. That's all we're allowed to have. Again, I know it's lucky bitch problems. Um, and so what happened was just before Christmas, we saw this house that we really loved. And we love just real estate in general. We buy real estate all the time. 
um, we love looking at houses. And so it was literally just before Christmas. I said, let's just go have a look. Famous last words. Let's just go have a look. And so we went and we fell in love with this house. And I said to Mark, look, we're not going to just move for no reason. We have to move for an upgrade. And upgrade doesn't always mean more expensive, bigger. It just means that it's a refinement of what you realize that you now would like better. And even though living by the ocean is amazing, there are some downsides to living on the ocean. The salt air, the fact you have to clean things all the time, um, the fact we live on a beach, which is amazing, but you have heaps of cars around all the time and all of these things, right? So I was like, this could be an amazing upgrade for us. And so we went, we fell in love with it. We immediately came home and started decluttering our house which is one of my big manifesting tips, okay? We immediately came home. And mind you, this is Christmas, right? It was like literally like the 24th of December or something um, that we made that decision. And my mum had one of her friends come and stay with us for Christmas. And um, mum's friend Ruth was like, what are they doing? (laughs) Because we were just packing. And mum said, when they've made a decision, they just take action. And we did. Um... But it didn't work out. And I'm going to tell you more about that after the break. Hello, my name's Nicola Scorco and my business is Nicola Scorco Coaching. I help um, organisations recruit, retain and develop female leaders to help them close the gender pay gap and create more inclusive cultures. I live in Cornwall in the UK um, and down here we love sea, we love scones and we love a slower pace of life. I first read Get Rich, Lucky Bitch and Chillpreneur when I first discovered Denise a few years ago through a mentor of mine and I've been a fan ever since. Um, My business buddies and I became huge fans of hers and we saw her live in Birmingham which was a really incredible event Um, and I recently started rereading Chill and Prosper and the biggest reminder so far has really been around just that sense that I don't need to have all the answers, I don't need to know everything about everything. I can be a contributor, Um, I can add my perspective, I can have a strong voice without needing to be the guru with knowing every answer. Um, And it's a reminder that I know enough now to transform lives um, without another course, without another program. And it's just helped me to have a really calm underlying belief that my business is changing the world already. And I've just landed my largest corporate contract to date. I'd really recommend Denise, she's real, she's honest, funny, funny and in my mind we're best friends um put the worlds to rights together um and she's the best business cheerleader that i've never met okay welcome back so the story so far planted a seed that i wanted to move house um started looking and went and actually saw a house and this is the thing that i think so many people miss out they tell me they want to manifest their dream house and i'm like go to an open house go see houses and they that brings up all their stuff. Oh, they're going to think I'm a fraud. I'm not ready. I can't afford it yet. All of those things. And I just always go, you have to be in the space. You have to stand in the land and ask the land if this is your house. And actually, this house that we went to look at, I drove up and I went, oh, I'm home. And I went, oh, this is cool. I'm home. Um, and I fell in love with it. We we did a couple of viewings. We took our kids, all of these things, and we made two bids on it. So we were really serious. And as I said, we were decluttering our house because we knew that we were going to put it on the market. And then 
we found all these problems. We found all these problems with the building and all, all of this other stuff and we decided to pull out. And that was a lesson for me too because Mark was like, yep, let's do it. You know, any problems we can fix, any problems we can fix, it's no big deal, let's just do it. And I was like, let's just wait, let's just wait and see. And my intuition was just telling me, no, 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 um, let's just wait. And that's a really hard place for us to be in sometimes, that limbo place where you've made a decision but it all hasn't happened yet, you know? Like it's not like, cool, we haven't sold our house. Oh, we don't know where we're going. And that was a very uncomfortable place, still is an uncomfortable place for both of us to be in. And I could see that Mark just wanted to close the loop. He's just like, let's just let's just offer more. It's fine. We can fix it. Let's just offer more because he was so uncomfortable in that not knowing, which I get. Um, so anyway, we, we put our house on the market anyway. And it's been such an incredible process of even just looking at manifesting and marketing in selling a house because it's um, it's got a huge price tag on it because we're not desperate. We're not, it's not a fire sale. We don't have to sell. We're choosing to sell. So it gives us a different energy of um, price expectation and just that energy of desperation sometimes that you feel when you have to sell something or you have to do a launch. And it's been this beautiful like marketing campaign. Obviously, we got the house staged. We did a video, like a sales video, which is exactly how I would do a, a marketing launch for a business. You're selling a lifestyle. And so every room, and we've got like uh, six bedrooms, six bathrooms, offices, all these kind of extra spaces. Everyone has been staged to sell this lifestyle, right, of like, um, you know, the stuff that's already there, like surfboards because it's like by the beach. But even just, you know, having the perfect towels folded and little soaps and like little body scrubs and stuff like that, all of those little things and lots of healthy plants everywhere. And it's been a nightmare living in that perfect space. But it's also made me realize there was um, like – we could have done some of that beautification stuff while we were living there and it appreciated it even more. And I think there was part of me that was like, well, we already live in a beautiful spot. You're like, we already live in a beautiful house. You don't need to take it to the next level. And all this stuff's taken it to the next level. But it's been really funny because it's it, we've been saying to the kids like, oh, don't touch that towel. That's just for staging. And we've bought all these like beautiful matching hand washers and stuff like that. And I went to use one the other day and my son, George, who's six, was like, don't touch that. That's just for staging. <laughs> He's like, you're not allowed to use that. Um, so that's been that's been interesting. But there's been a couple of things that we've done from a manifesting point of view to both sell the house and also call in our next house. And the first one I always talk about is decluttering. Whenever you want to manifest something big, you let go of things that aren't working in your life. So we started literally just going, what would not come with us to this next phase of life for us? What would we not take? Um, and so we we got a skip, one of those big industrial skips. And we also just sent carloads and carloads and carloads to the charity shops. And we also put things out on our yard and they just went like that because we live in a busy area. And that's you do that to create space. You do that to create bandwidth. Um, and you do that to create a vacuum for the next thing to appear. And sometimes people resist doing that because they're like, no, but I want the thing to turn up first before then I take action or before I even allow myself to dream. But you don't. 
And you think of it almost like as a sacrifice to the gods, right? It's like, well, I'm willing to let go of all of this stuff and I don't need all of this stuff. Um, and it just makes you feel good too. It just you know, creates energy. So that's the first thing that we do. The second thing is always deciding what you want, deciding what you want and being really clear on what you want. So we, we um, started making a list. What do we want in our next house? What are our non-negotiables? What are our preferences versus deal breakers? What would, what would it look like? What would it feel like? Um, even, you know, what land size do we want? What aspect do we want? Um, and get really, really specific about it. And that's true if you want to manifest anything, is just to be clear on what you want. And by the way, these steps are in that free manifesting course that I mentioned, denisedt.com slash manifesting. And, um, and, you know, I'll just lay out the steps for you and just some cheat sheets and whatever. But it's, you have to get specific. And same with selling our house. We were like, this is the price we want. This is, you know, what terms we want. This is, this is what we want. The step, step number three is to um, surround yourself with positivity and possibility. And this is where you, it keeps you positive and thinking about your goals even when it hasn't happened yet. So for us, that's Pinterest boards, like um, going through Instagram and, and curating our feed. I always talk about this, uh, you know, start following hashtags of, for me, it's resort style living. That's That's my vision of the next house, resort style living. So I followed some hashtags, you know, like um, for architecture and things like that. So then I start to see those things in my feed. And when you see it, you can believe it, you know, and I need a new candle scent and I need, you know, just all those things so I can start to go, yes, yes, a new house and also selling the house. Um, uh, I also, I spoke to my friend, Rebecca Gibson, who's a psychic medium, and she said, get some little malachite crystals and put them all over the house. And so they're these tiny little crystals and whoever buys the house from us will be finding these for years because we literally got like a hundred of these tiny crystals and put them everywhere. But that's part of the process of, of strengthening your belief that it's possible and not only possible, but inevitable. And so you have to start changing your language when we're moving into our new house, when the house sells, not if the house sells, if we move, um, you start using that when language and just speaking it into poss possibility. Step number four is inspired action. And again, something that people always miss out on because they think I'm waiting for the manifestation to happen before I take action. It doesn't work like that. So you have to go see your broker and say, I'm buying a new house or I'm selling my house. What do I need to have in place? We had to call our solicitor. We're selling our house. We need to put together the contract. We need to you know, get the building inspection report done. We need to call the agent. We need to tell our broker that we're, we're, we are buying a new house and maybe we'll buy before we sell. So we need to we need to get our papers in order. And that's what Inspired Action is about, is going to... Uh, putting yourself in that space, so going to the open house, but it's also doing the practical shit, right? It's the practical stuff because sometimes that's so overwhelming or it becomes a barrier. It becomes a physical, mental, or emotional barrier. Well, I don't have my ducks in a row, so I can't do it. Well, get your ducks in a row. The worst thing that can happen is your broker says, look, you actually need two years of statements. You only have 18 months. Okay, now I know that information. Um, or now I know I, I need to start that process. And so in two years' time, I can buy a house. Um, that's that inspired action thing is, is so important. So that's what we, we did. We, you know, we, we just put everything into place because we're moving. 
Um, step number five is about receiving and saying yes, no, and maybe. Some people mistake receiving as I've asked for it, the universe has given it to me, I have to receive it because otherwise I'm being ungrateful. But you're allowed to say yes, but actually that. You know, like when you want uh, some new clients and new clients come in, but they're not ideal. You're allowed to say, yes, I want new clients, but I actually want them to uh, be paying clients and I want them to have these characteristics. They buy my top program. It's for this particular thing. And so for us, we've seen all these maybe houses and we're like, yes, but this. Or um, no, it's okay to say no to things. That's incredibly powerful as well to say, that's not for me. And now I can refine what I want a little bit more and be more specific. And that's what this whole process has been for us. And, um, you know, when you're while you're listening to this, we might have sold our house already. We might have already moved into our house. And we're really open. We're open to a complete renovation. We love renovating. We're open to building a completely new house. We love building houses. It's so much fun for us. Or we're open to something that just needs a little cosmetic reno. We're so open. Um, but we've been specific about how we want to feel. We want resort style living. And we've got to get more specific about what that is. So that's why we're putting together Pinterest boards and, and all that kind of stuff. So as of uh, me recording this, we are looking at a particular property at the moment that is 1700 square meters, which is huge. Um, our current land size is like 525. So it's uh, like three times bigger. <laughs> I'm terrible at math. And um, it's got a house at the front and a massive tennis court at the back. So we can live in the house, build a completely new house at the back, and then the front house could be offices. And it's real. Uh, it's just really cool. And I've I've already written out all the dimensions and, you know, because I'm in that limbo place, you know, and I'm saying goodbye to my current house and thanking it and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to ramp up that manifesting stuff a little bit more and I will, I'll let you know. But yeah, that's, um, I think the big takeaways are, of this is it's okay to want what you want. It's okay to have big dreams and it's okay for you to change your mind after those big dreams. And it's okay for you to want something different or better or just have refinements around what that is it's totally okay to change your mind okay one i'll have one final thought for you after this last break my name is Caitlin cook i live in london and i'm a business consultant and mindset empowerment coach for women i purchased denise's money boot camp in january of 2021 after it was recommended by a friend i learned so much about pricing i was undercharging and setting my prices based on what was acceptable and the norm i was greatly undercharging myself even though i am an expert in my field and throughout working through the course i increased my prices launched my consulting agency and made over six figures in six months i highly recommend denise's money boot camp course to anyone who wants to break through limiting belief about what's possible for you your income and business Okay, welcome back. And yeah, I can't wait to hear your thoughts about this and about just some of the mindset things that might have come up for you from this episode about going for big dreams or being okay to change your mind. Or you might have some thoughts and feelings about me selling my beach house. Um, But my final thought again, it is okay for you to create your version of a first class life. This is the thing I talk about all the time in Money Boot Camp. A first-class life is personal to you. It's not someone else's idea of a first-class life. 
And it's not about the money. It's not about what it costs. It's about how it makes you feel. So it's, it's safe for you to want what you want. And it's safe for you to change your mind about what you want. It really is. So hopefully that has sparked off something for you. It might have sparked something off for your business or um, what you're offering or a personal goal like buying a house. And as always, I love hearing your feedback. You can always send me um, a DM at Denise DT on social media, Facebook or um, Insta or even Twitter, because I'd love to hear what you're manifesting as well. All right, gorgeous friend. I will see you next week for another episode of Chill and prosper. And remember, go get that free manifesting course too at denisedt.com slash manifesting. See you later. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.